morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Monday, the 8th day of November 2021. My name, that'd be Nick, and there's Big J right over there. Here I am. Ta-da! How you doing, buddy? Great. Looks like you combed your hair with a weed whacker this morning. You okay? Oh, man, no. I, I went to... No, man, my hair has been a mess. I need... I, I really do need to make an appointment to get in to see uh, the Beardsmith, because... Uh, I got beard hairs up my nose, and it just, I haven't been taking care of uh, the above the above thing. And so, you know, take a shower and my, you know, go to bed and my hair is all... I thought maybe you got woken up with a slap to the face this morning or something. Well, yeah, that was daylight savings time. <laughs> no, that's, this is the good daylight savings. What are you matter. talking about? It throws me off, man. I, I couldn't get to sleep last night. But it's later than normal. Doesn't matter, In bro. your head. Doesn't matter. See, I, I get the, the going forward screwing up your clock, but like falling back is like everything that you get Listen, an extra hour of sleep. I am not I'm not here to say uh, I'm something that I'm not. I'm a delicate time baby. Okay, okay? I'm a delicate time baby. All right. And any interference with that will bleep me over. I mean, we're talking, you know, just going to Pacific time zone and back. Dude, you are going to be a mess when oh, you travel international. I know, man. A straight up mess. Uh, I don't know what Central America time is like, but <laughs> you're gonna find out the hard way. Might have to make a couple days in there to, to recuperate from jet lag. Yeah, because time I, lag. you had said you're not a hundred percent if you can actually crash out on that plane. So it'll be very interesting if you cannot sleep on that plane ride over, which will be a long one. No, it's it's no more. It's no longer than than our trip to Boston. From from, uh, from San Diego to Belize, it's not that. Really? It's not as long as you think. Okay. Then I take it all back. But either way, I, then it, maybe you're not messing around with time zones that much either. I, I don't want to be. I understand. I mean, you're going to, whether you like it or not. Delicate but time, baby. We'll see what ends up happening uh, to poor Big J as he takes the trip around the world. Uh, but we will also focus a little bit on ourselves today. We have a uh, concert announcement that we're going to uh, let you guys know about. A band that is coming to town that we are very excited for. That's going to happen over the course of the show this morning. We also have an opportunity for you to check out some Guar action. We've got some uh, Papa Murphys on the line today as well. We can hook you up with some good dinner and a whole family meal deal package coming your way. Plus, let us not forget, it is X Double Dare time. 7.30 will be your chance to win up to $200. We've got a new category, three new questions for you at 7.30 for a chance to win up to $200. Uh, we didn't give away any on Friday, but we had a pretty good week last week. We'll have to continue that streak, if that's all right with everybody involved. Plus news and all sorts of fun uh, on the way. But first, we have to play some music for you. Start with some Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's Other Side here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Stuff. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, Important Stuff is brought to you by The Advocates Injury Attorneys. You did not deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate sucks for you if you got to be at the dmv in canyon county this week because guess what they are closed uh at least the title registration office will be uh, all this week because of quote unexpected circumstances big j office will reopen next monday at least according to the release that they put out to the media now uh, if you are trying to get a title registered, you're just going to have to wait. Uh, that should not affect the Driver's License Bureau down in the 2C, but 
if you're looking to transfer a title or get a title in your name or anything like that. Uh, don't know if it's a staff shortage or a technology thing. You know, DMVs here in the state of Idaho, we got a pretty good history with uh, technology messing with stuff. You understand? Yeah. And so they didn't really go into details as to why they're shutting it down for a week, but they are shutting it down for a week. So just put it on the back burner. Uh, and wait until next week, I guess. Apparently, if you had, uh, they were taking appointments for this Friday. If you are somebody that actually had set an appointment for this Friday, they'll find a way to squeeze you in. It may not be at that particular office, but that's the only thing they're going to do this week. So you're going to take a, a breather if you've got a title that you need to register down in the 2C this week, unfortunately. Weird times. Big J, uh, we found the secret to the Broncos' success. You have to pick them to lose. Do you understand? Apparently, yeah. Because they not only beat Fresno, they dominated Fresno State yeah. to get the milk can back home. 40-14 to 14 on the road was the final score. Finally got the gut ball running. I don't think it's a coincidence that George Alani came back, and that helped things out as well. Also had two pretty big catches during the course of the game, and the sold-out crowd at Bulldog Stadium was shocked as they had been pumping this up all week long on their social media, talking smack, getting ready to go, knowing they were the favorite, finally taking over things from the Broncos. Not so fast, my friend. Uh, and by the way, you can complain about the ups and downs of the Broncos season for sure, but this is the first for the Broncos program. In their storied history, this is the first time Boise State has ever beat two top 25 teams on the road this year. With the win in Fresno and the win at BYU, that's two top 25 teams on the road they've knocked off. So now we'll see what happens when they come back home. Uh, they want to snap the three-game losing streak here on the blue. They've got Wyoming on Friday, on Saturday, November 12th, 7 p.m. I kickoff. predict they're going to lose. Okay, now we're talking. That's just what it's going to take to get them motivated to pull it off. Uh, Big J, some interesting results in the games yesterday uh, in the NFL. Uh, the Bengals look like they're turning into the Bengals again. They got trounced by the Cleveland Browns with no OBJ. Uh, Broncos basically shut out the Cowboys uh, until like the last three minutes of the game, but 30-16, to a dominating win by the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Falcons beat the New Orleans Saints with a last-second field goal. Giants over the Raiders. Jacksonville Jaguars upset the Buffalo Bills in a game that's playing in hell. That's how hard it was to watch it. <laughs> Yeah. 9-6, to six, your final score. Ravens over the Vikings in overtime. That was a comeback victory. Ravens are down 14 twice over in that particular game. Uh, Chargers over the Eagles by just a field goal. Uh, Chiefs beat my Packers 13-7. to seven. Uh, The Cardinals over the 49ers with their backups in. Uh, for, how did the 49ers get so bad? I'll tell you what, because they suck because their head coach sucks. He sucked the whole time. They were lucky to even get to the Super Bowl that one year. Like I mean, I've been saying that from the beginning. That was a great team that looked like they were poised for like domination for a while. And then, of course, oh. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, so you can excuse yeah. the fact that they had an off year. But like now they're okay. I mean, Kittle was back in everything. It's crazy. hand, yeah. choked the entire organization. Uh, Tennessee Titans over the Rams last night. That was another surprising thing. Not that the Titans beat the Rams, but just that they made the Rams offense look so bad. And even though they didn't have Derrick Henry, still could do whatever yeah, they want. Yeah, there's a couple trap games this week. Uh, for sure, for sure. A lot of, a lot of suicide polls ended up uh, going down this week. I can guarantee you that. Bears in Pittsburgh tonight on Monday Night Football. Big J, the weekend box office was dominated by the Eternals. $71 million at the box office. Now, it was 
shorter than they expected. They thought even with all this stuff going on, they were going to get a $100 million weekend, but they only pulled in $71 million. Uh, the reviews are not great. I haven't talked to anybody that's seen it. Have you? No, I haven't. Okay, so I don't know what the crowd thinks of the movie just yet. I know that Dune finished in second, $7.6 million. Uh, Big J uh, went to go see No Time to Die again uh, this weekend. It made six point one. How was it? Great. Second time around, even better. Yeah. Or was the first time around when he knew it, but he didn't know what was happening? The best. No, I loved it even more. Second time. Venom number four and Ron's Gone Wrong number five at the box office this weekend. That is the Toadies. That is Possum Kingdom here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. But please, in this particular case, call me YouGov because I've got a poll question for you. YouGov. Now listen closely to the way I phrase this. All right. What do you primarily use your dishwasher for? Washing dishes. Congratulations. That is A, the correct answer. B, the answer that only 60% of this country gave. <laughs> Isn't that insane? That's Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, the first part of it is, like, uh, first of all, 25% of people said they don't even have a dishwasher, which is already, I mean, I feel like that's high, right? This day and age, sure, yeah. But then again, you know, I, I guess I, 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 it's part of my closed-off uh, life, I suppose. You know, I imagine there's probably elderly people that have lived in houses forever that don't have dishwashers mm -hmm. or apartment complexes that don't have these things. I realize it just seems to me like 25% of the country not having a dishwasher is fairly high. So 60% said, yes, I use my dishwasher to use to, to wash dishes. But a not insignificant number, 16% of the people surveyed say they use their dishwasher to primarily dry hand wash dishes. So they hand wash their dishes and so then put it in the dishwasher. Correct. Or mm -hmm. to like air dry or whatever. They don't have a rack, so they put it in the dishwasher, which I would say is counterintuitive, but whatever. Uh, then 5% say they use it to, use, to store kitchen items. I don't know what that means. But that's where they put things away, I guess. They've run out of uh, shelf storage. Yes. 5% say they primarily use their dishwasher for nothing. And another 1% with responded with the ominous sounding other. Now, I'm asking myself, as you might be, what the other could be. God, I wish we, uh, I wish we had uh, Chris Holton here. Because he would know what that other was. I, right. I guarantee you the man has run into that. Now, there is something that I saw, like, I don't know, it had to be a decade ago that, that stuck out to me. There was this TLC show called Extreme Cheapskates, and it was basically following around people that really have mental illnesses and are trying to come up with ways to save as much money as possible. And they, I remember this segment because I thought it was categorically crazy. It was a woman who, who couldn't bear uh, to waste her money on, she thought, electricity in her oven, and so she made the dishwasher uh, lasagna in her dishwasher that was what she used her dishwasher Ugh. for right she basically like steamed the lasagna and that was the way that she made her lasagna now i don't know if she did this just to be on tv which i feel is a real possibility yeah but it was it looked disgusting she didn't look like she was enjoying it as she was eating it but i do remember that was something else that somebody used a dishwasher for and i thought that was crazy at the time so hopefully more than 60 percent of us are using our dishwashers to you know wash dishes but I guess there are other uses for it. I mean, at least drying hand wash dishes makes a little bit of sense. That can be an alternate use for it. It being the primary, primary function of it seems crazy to me, too. Yeah, we could have another poll uh, altogether on uh, how much pre-washing you do before you put the dishes in. 
Uh, I am guilty of this. I do yeah. a lot of pre-washing before. Yeah, so so do we. Not like soap and water pre-washing, unless it's like a pan that I need to get stuff off of. Then I'll obviously do some pre pre-washing, but a lot of rinsing. A lot. Our dishwasher is a little older. It's like the one appliance right now we haven't replaced yet. Uh huh. And uh, I'm like, I don't know how much it can take. You know, <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to. Lessen it its, yeah. lessen its uh, need. It's like you are helping an elderly person cross the street. Yeah. That's all. You're just making sure they're safe as possible yeah. as they get across the street. Uh, I just bought a new dishwasher, so therefore I'm throwing caution to the wind and everything goes in it just so I can see how it does yeah, currently. You, you take that lasagna pan <laughs> after you've cooked it in an oven. That's right. Now, don't even bother putting water in it. You just put it right in there. Show me what you could do, dishwasher. Show morning, me what you got. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to do some bearded badass next on the X-Rocks. I'm going to grow a beard. Presented by The Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And The Beardsmith has an all brand new location in Caldwell, 2805 Blaine Street, right across from Stewart's Bar and Grill. And it is you're going to get the same experience you get at the Garden City location. Uh, just a little closer for those of us who live in, uh, in the Canyon County area. So it's great. And if you hit up thebeardsmith.com, you can make uh, your appointments there. You can also pick up some great uh, beard care products from the Beardsmith. Now on to Bearded Badass. Generally speaking, this gentleman's beard is usually kept tight and tidy, often giving off that steely shadow look, which represents... What the man is all about. I'm talking about action star Jason Statham. Like so many action stars before him, Jason was discovered through his accomplishments in sports. And Jason, at a very young age, became interested in martial arts. He began training in Wing Chun Karate. He also played soccer, something his childhood friend, Vinnie Jones, pushed him into doing. Of course, later down the road, Statham would return the favor and convince Vinnie to appear alongside him and Guy Ritchie's Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Now, Statham also found a passion early on in life for diving. He was so good that he was invited to compete as a member of the British National Swimming Team, and it was during the 1990 Commonwealth Games that Statham made an impression on a modeling agency talent scout. It wasn't long after doing some modeling that he started getting the acting bug, and Guy Ritchie eventually cast him in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He became a regular in Ritchie films, but the attention that he got for those roles landed him the lead in Transporter. The role of Frank Martin catapulted him into action hero territory, and between 2006 and 2017, his movies generated nearly $2 billion at the box office. In 2013, Statham began to publicly support the idea of including stunt work as a category for the Oscars, which is pretty cool if you ask me. Uh, he, his relationship with the stuntman is something that uh, is talked about often in the industry. Currently, he's working with Sylvester Stallone on The Expendables 4, and Jason Statham might not be winning any awards for acting, but he is winning as a bearded badass. I feel like I have seen a, a small amount of Jason Statham films. A lot of his stuff is not really in my wheelhouse. I mean, I've seen a ton of it. Like, I mean, I feel like I have. I've seen pretty much every movie he's ever done with Guy Ritchie. I've seen all the Expendables movies. I've seen, you know, a couple of the... Ho I haven't seen, like, Hobbs and Shaw. Is he in that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I haven't a, seen he, that. He was a pretty big part of the uh, Fast and Furious. I, I've seen one of those movies, and so I haven't been that much in that. And I didn't see any of the Transporters. There's a bunch of one-offs, like The Mechanic and stuff like that, that I haven't seen. Yeah, but don't I, forget about uh, Crank. Yes, I haven't seen any of the Crank movies, even though I think I would like them, and they look like they're a lot of fun. Yeah, what's stopping you? I don't know. I don't know. I just... Uh, there's just this thing that where I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. 
But I, I will say this. I appreciate him. I think he's one of the few actors that can pull off comedy and action, which is not easy to do. I mean, Stallone can't do it. But I, I do think that, you know, he is definitely a talented dude, and I, I wish him the best. I did just watch, what's it called, Wrath of Man? Is that what the name yeah, is? Yeah, Wrath of Man. I did just watch that movie and thought it was fine. Uh, and that's usually where I sit with a lot of Jason Statham-led movies. It's fine. Like, I mean, I like it. But I certainly appreciate the work that he's doing and certainly know that he worked his ass off to get there. Agree or disagree? Oh, agreed. Yeah. And dove his ass off. If you look far enough in the internet, you can actually see a, some footage of him at the uh, the Commonwealth Games where he's uh, up there in his little teeny tiny Speedo jumping off of a diving board <laughs> for the ladies. Yep. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bearded badass. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, there are how many pets in the Big J household? Uh, there's five. Five pets total. Of those five pets, how many of them sleep in the Big J bed? Uh, well, three of them. That's a lot. Actually. I mean, not all at the same time. And huh? I mean, they they don't all sleep at the same time or a normal regular schedule, but. You know, they'll generally you'll see one of them up in the bed sleeping, sleeping. at some point while you are sleeping. Yes, all three are in the bed. No, not, not, but I mean at particular points. Sure, not at the same. Yeah, time. good because sleeping with your pet can actually have tons of benefits for your cat or dog. Doesn't matter which one it is. According to the chief veterinary officer for the North American Veterinary Community, pets live with their humans, have a higher trust level, and a higher bond with the people in their lives. Do you feel like that is a truth? Yeah. The dogs and cats who are most closely bonded with their humans also get health benefits like increasing in neurotransmitters and all sorts of good things headed to their brain. So that's a good thing. So keep letting the cat sleep with you, Big J. If you were considering, like, I'm sure sometimes you roll over and they're in a place where you don't want them to be, so you got to move them and sometimes they'll get up. But it's a good thing, I suppose. For the pets, at least. I have to potty train my puppy before he's allowed to sleep on the bed. But that's the end game. But we'll see what ends up happening. We got some work to do here first. No poop on the bed for you. No poop on the bed. Hey, the milk can is back home, baby. Boise State knocked off Fresno State, and not just knocked them off, just complete domination. 40-14. to 14. Great job with the rushing attack. They had some creative play calling, and the defense really stepped up, intercepted the Fresno State quarterback three times in the game. First time BSU has ever beat two top 25 teams on the road in a single season. Up next, Wyoming for the Broncos. It's happening Friday, uh, November 12th, 7 p.m. kickoff, if you want to go check out the fun at Albertson Stadium. Big J, my Green Bay Packers had their first game with Jordan Love at quarterback. Did you catch any of it? Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, did not look great. No, he did not look great. Uh, listen, I, I didn't have expected to. Though, no, either. no, no, no. Well, listen, I, I've never been a huge fan of the draft pick from the word go, but I'm willing to give the guy a chance and I'm not willing to completely, you know, jump off the ship after one game. Well, I think it was a bad draft pick. I don't think you should have drafted up to take him. I mean, listen, but I've got a interesting view of things because I saw Jordan Love playing college, too, at Utah State and was never thoroughly impressed. Yeah. And so didn't think he was a first-round like draft if pick. If Keller Moore doesn't get drafted, how does this do? <laughs> and certainly didn't think he was worth uh, trading up to get, especially when you already had Aaron Rodgers on the team. But listen, man, uh, Aaron Rodgers was 6-10 and 10 in his first year with the Packers, did not have a great first year. It's just figuring things out. I would I have liked him to play better against a really bad Kansas City Chiefs defense. Absolutely. Should the Packers have won when you hold the Chiefs to 13 points? Uh, without a doubt. 
But, I mean, the dude was getting blitzed at every play. That's the defensive card that you're supposed to do when you're playing a rookie quarterback on the road, and he really had no time to throw. And so, I mean, these are things that happen when you're rushed. But uh, he finally got a touchdown on the board late, but it just wasn't enough. Did not look great in his first uh, game, but I'm not willing to uh, jump off the uh, the Packers train just yet. There's a lot of reasons why I should be jumping off the Packers train right now. Uh, Jordan Love is not one of them. It's uh, it's a win that they should have had. But listen, I'll take seven and two still. We're okay. We're okay. Uh, but it doesn't give me you know a whole lot of faith in the future. Do you know who Kyle Larson is, Big J? Kyle Larson? No. He is a professional NASCAR driver, and he is officially the Cup Series champion. Uh, His first title, he grabbed the victory at Phoenix Raceway, and that gave him the victory uh, holding off Martin Truex, who finished second. It was his 10th victory of the year. Uh, He returned this season after nearly a year-long suspension. Uh, And so there's that. That's because you remember, Kyle, he's the guy that used the racial slur online. Remember that when he was racing in the early days of the pandemic? Oh, yeah, when they were doing the uh, online thing. Yes. And so he got suspended for a year because he dropped an N-bomb on the actual. But now he's okay. Now he's he's not racist now. Now he's the champion. Now he's the champion. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Cancel culture and all that. Uh, Netflix dropped a season four teaser for Stranger Things on Saturday. Did you watch it, Big J? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet, and it caused great confusion. Yeah, I'm very worried about it, to be perfectly. I don't, I mean, like, I enjoy Stranger Things very much, but the one thing I don't like about Stranger Things is when they get out of Indiana, and it looks like a lot of it's, and now I'm not talking about Russia, I'm talking about, like, California. Like, all the people are in a different place and state, and to me, the cool thing about Stranger Things is all this stuff is happening in this little podunk town. That, to me, is what really, yeah. you know, draws me in and makes it interesting and not like this big, gigantic, huge thing. But now, as they've gone further, they're expanding the universe, and I'm not sure if they're going to jump the shark here or not. But, uh, listen, I'm all in. I'm going to watch it either way. But it should be very interesting to see where they go with Stranger Things. We do know that it is coming soon, and we now know all the episode titles, if you care. None of them make any sense. I don't know why they do that, but either way, you got episodes like Dear Billy and Papa and the Hellfire Club coming up. Do those mean Papa, anything? Papa, Papa, please no. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. One hundred point three, the X rocks. Ah, yes. It is time to try to get somebody some money. We're going to kick off this particular week playing the X Double Dare here with Andrew, who is Caller X this morning. Good morning, Andrew. How you doing, buddy? We're pretty good. How are you guys? We're doing all right, man. We'd like to give you some money. Thank you for listening. First of all, did you happen to hear the category today? I didn't. I actually just got in my car. Oh, baby. Oh, Ooh, baby. <laughs> It is college nicknames. So I don't know how much of a college sports fan you are, but these are going to revolve around the nicknames of universities across the country, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, you could win up to $200. It's double or nothing. You have to gamble on yourself a little bit. The questions do get progressively harder. We wish you the best of luck, sir. All right, thanks. Which university do the Longhorns call home? University of Texas. Right. That is $50 in your pocket, Andrew. Very well done. That is correct. So you can take that money, you can walk away, or you can try for a harder question for $100. What would you like to do? Let's keep it going. All right, buddy. UCLA has a long history of quality sports team. What is their name? The Bruins. The Bruins. Right. $100 are yours. And now you can go double or nothing for 200 bucks. This is, at least in theory, supposed to be the most difficult question. What would you like to do, Andrew? Let's go for it. All right, dude. 
Only one school has teams named the Boilermakers. Which school is it? Purdue. Dude, right. we, got us a, we got the one sports guy. Zero delay <laughs> on any of those teams. Good job, Andrew. Didn't Thank even you. know Thank the you category. You got out of bed and you won yourself $200. That's how it's supposed to go. Uh, congratulations, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll get you that money, and that is ideally how the X Double Dare is supposed to roll. Victory. Two more chances at that cash with the same category college. Nicknames 1230 today with Jason Drew, 530 today with Adam. So keep listening for your chance to to be a part of the fun and win your money like Andrew just did. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are going to hell and it is a doozy. It's happening next on the extra. Going to hell. What the hell is this? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. We are going to South Africa for today's We're Going to Hell story. And Big J, you thought you couldn't sleep because of daylight savings time. Uh, wait until I introduce you to the term known as scrotal necrosis. Well, that doesn't sound good. Oh, no, it ain't. It ain't. Necrosis? Yeah, yeah. That that seems awful close to, like, uh, uh, dead stuff. Yeah, you no, you're working on your land pretty well. Yeah, like, if you, if you want to tie into something, think like the Evil Dead and the Necronomicon. Yeah. And that's kind of where you're getting Necromania. With this. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, love of dead people. All right, I'll take your word for it. Thank you. A Dutch man had to undergo some sort of awful surgery because he had an unthinkable incident happen, Big J. He was in South Africa. What do you do when you're in South Africa? Safari it up, bro. Oh, yeah, go on safari. And so, uh, you know, when you go on safari and like an honest-to-God real safari, you're out in the middle of nowhere. And so, you know, he he has to go to the bathroom, dude. So his tour guide was like, listen, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's not like we put porta potties on this thing. So you're going to have to pop a squat in the bush over there and do what you need to do. And so he does. And sure enough, Big J, what ends up happening? Oh. <laughs> He's bitten by something. He is bitten by something right in the scrotum. That something happens to be a very poisonous cobra, Big J. Oh, my now, God. Now, again, no. they are in South Africa, the middle of nowhere on a real safari, and this guy just had his junk bit by a snake. How long did he have to wait for him to get medical care? 24 hours. It's not that bad. Three hours before well, he can get airlifted like out of, of South African safari. What, what, where, where does it take you 24 hours to get anywhere? I don't know. That it, seems middle of nowhere to me. If you're getting airlifted. Talking I mean, about the Columbia Forest. Colo- even still, if they're going to airlift you out of somewhere, you're going to get help in less than 24 hours. Right, Otherwise, they, you're if you're dead. in the middle of nowhere, you can't even communicate with people. Well, yeah, but they, you know, they are on the safari. They have two-way radios and stuff like that. Yeah. It just takes them a while to get there. Anyway, uh, I, I don't know if you've ever been bit by a poisonous cobra, Big Jay, but in 24 hours, you'd be dead. Yeah. Three hours, things are already bad. But that's before he could get to the nearest trauma center, 220 miles away. So uh, by the time he had gotten to the emergency room in the trauma center, things were black. His junk, scrotum, black, bad news. He uh, he was in actual D-pain upon admission to the hospital, and so they diagnosed him with scrotal necrosis, which is exactly what you thought it was, Big J, basically meaning his junk had died. Uh, and now they had to make sure the rest of him didn't die. 
And so they ended up shooting him up with uh, anti-venom, and they were able to save his life. Luckily, he never went into cardiac arrest or anything like that. Nothing went into his upper chest. But now they've got to figure out the junk situation. And the answer is, it's dead. What do you do with something that's dead? Oh, God, you got to cut it it's out. It's got to go. It's got to go, buddy. And so they essentially had to spend uh, six days in the hospital as they, yeah, basically turned him into a Ken doll. They, uh, they removed uh, his junk from his body, and they basically did a bunch of skin grafts to cover it up so that he, you know, doesn't have <laughs> any situation down there. And he was able to fly back into uh, the Netherlands where he's from. He was on vacation. Worst vacation ever, hashtag, by the way. Uh, before he was able to get back to any kind of normal life, but he still has a bunch of recovery to do. But this is the first case that they have ever seen of uh, scrotum necrosis, which is why it made the urology, urology case report study, which is why this study is fi- the story is finally coming up. So what an awful first place to be. Nobody wants to be the first person with that situation. But then again, it also reminds me why I never want to go anywhere ever again. Yeah, especially out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a bad idea. It, it, you know, obviously it's a one in a million chance for it to go this way. But still, I mean, like, you want to talk about a worst case scenario. This is it. Yeah, snake on snake crime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but luckily he was okay. Because listen, the this... The snake's always going to lose, by the way. Yeah, it's not much of a fighter. And so, yeah, it's not going to put up that kind of uh, battle. So, uh, watch yourselves... Also, you know, hold it in next time, right? I mean, you don't have to go that bad. I don't well, know how long the safari was. You know, uh, I would say, you know, you bring your own, like, bucket or something. BYOB. I, I mean, some sort of protection. Yeah, something to uh, to help you uh, make sure that your junk doesn't have to get uh, surgically removed from your body because it was bit by a cobra. Awful. Plus, just a wrong place to go in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, in. I mean, it's not like that cobra was out there looking for somebody to, to no. bite, you know? You you probably ended up urinating on his home or his kids or her kids or whatever. Yeah, uh, right now, he's probably telling all of his snake buddies, like, look, this guy tried to come in and crap on my house. And guess what? He ain't doing nothing no more. I'll tell you what the final score of that game was. One to nothing, pal. That's it. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, the American Academy of Medicine is fighting your battles for you. They have stepped up and said, after now, leave our damn clocks alone. Uh, Changing the clocks twice a year has a very negative effect on your health, at least according to them. And they want to keep the clocks as they are right now. Because when we lose an hour coming up in the spring, that magnifies some health issues, including an increase in car crashes. It leads to an uptick in emergency room visits due to both home and workplace accidents. And additionally, the misalignment of our internal clocks increases the risk of obesity, depression, and even cancer. So that's what happened to me. <laughs> Daylight savings time has been effing with you your whole life. Dude. It gave me binge eating disorder. Yeah. Listen, we're blaming everything on everything else. Why not? Yeah. Right? You jerk. Daylight savings time. Now, listen, again, the one that happened on Sunday is not the one to be mad at. The one coming up is the one that we need it's to be It's all to off. be mad at. Uh, well, I, I, Listen, I just wanted him to pick one, man. I don't care. It, 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 I will be in sync if we just left everything alone. 
And listen, it's even more jarring for me who spent a majority of my adult life in Arizona, which does not mess with the clocks. So you really don't, you know, even understand how much of a pain in the ass it is to grow up with it and then have it disappear for like 15 years and go, why does everybody else do that? And nobody can give you a good answer. And then you have to go back to it again. And you're like, mayday. The crazy thing to me is that in order to fix it, just like they created it through an act of Congress, we get all these stupid bills that have are pointless and just cost us money and don't do us any good. And we can't just all come together on this one thing that seems like it, it would be a no-brainer. Well, the weird thing is, is we've got bills in the Idaho, you know, legislature that have this stuff, but they never get addressed or talked to. Like, there's been a bill in there about getting rid of daylight savings time since you were in short pain. Here's the problem. Is then that every uh, uh, senator and, and et cetera, congressman type person, they're like, you know what, I'm going to put something on this bill. And the next thing you know, it's not about right, the right. daylight savings anymore. It's about this and that. And it's just, come on, man. Come on, man. Hashtag. Come on, man. Uh, congratulations to Boise State knocking off number 23, Fresno State. And it wasn't even close, man. 40-14, to 14, your final score. Great win on the road for the Broncos. Uh, first time ever they beat two top 25 teams on the road in a season. Of course, don't forget they knocked off BYU as well. Uh, Boise State has got a three-game home losing streak, though. They're looking to end that this Friday when they take on Wyoming. 7 o'clock Friday night on the blue at Albertson Stadium. Going to be out there again for our final Broncos game day. Pre-game action two hours before kickoff. Come on out to the Chili's on Broadway beforehand and enjoy some pre-game festivities with us. Browns, Broncos, Dolphins, Falcons, Giants, Patriots, Jaguars, Ravens, Chargers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Titans, all winners yesterday in the NFL. We got Bears, Steelers tonight on Monday Night Football. If you would like to watch, Kyle Larson is your NASCAR Cup Series champion. Congratulations to him. And take it easy. It's going to be a while before we see Black Panther 2. Uh, Disney is shutting down production of Wakanda Forever. Uh, this comes after Letitia Wright uh, injured herself in late August doing a stunt. She was released from the hospital soon after, but she's still not well enough to shoot. Damn. And she is a big part of the movie, of course. And so they are going to stop. The release date has not been affected. It's still planning on coming out on November 11th of next year. But Ryan Coogler, the director, has reportedly shot everything that does not require her participation. So they're just waiting on her to heal up and be healthy, and then they'll have that thing in what the What happened to her? It doesn't really say. I looked, and it doesn't really... I tried to find what she was injured in, but they've done a pretty good job of covering up whatever it is she got hurt doing with the stunt. I mean, it seems to me here recently, a lot of injuries... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we uh, we crave it as an audience. We, we want these dangerous, awesome-looking things, and they're trying to give it to us, and unfortunately, people are getting messed up in the process. Well, yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, nothing's changed with our, our desire for the action and those sort of things, but it seems like the amount of injuries have really increased here in the last couple years. Yes, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I do believe it's because they continue to take chances, and they want to make things that people have never seen before, and they have the ability to do stuff they've never had to do before, but sometimes the human body isn't meant to do these things. I, I think part of the problem is uh, these set dates of release are really uh, making things dangerous. You're not wrong, by the way. You could absolutely be right. I mean, when you have a hard day, although they haven't been afraid to move them as of late, but you're right. When you have a hard date and a deadline to meet, you're much more likely to hurry the F up than you are to get it right. 
and that's not necessarily the best thing in the world. More dangerous, I would say, than that is the fact that, you know, they've got this stuff on information lockdown. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Disney does this stuff in their own studios. They only let out whatever information that you want, so God knows what happened to her, but they're certainly not going to say it and come out and give you all the information you want, you know? Yeah. So who knows what else is going on? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That we're not hearing about. If it's not a major star or something like that, there could be a lot more stuff happening than we even realize. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're full of conspiracy theories today. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we got tickets here. Gore is coming November 27th to the Knitting Factory. It will be an awesome show. And we, of course, uh, will get you set up here with those tickets if you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right. Our number is 208-287-1003. If you'd like to check out the Gwar show coming up later on this month. Now would be the time to get on the phone and play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. If you think you got what it takes to take on Big J, we shall see. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Sean. All right, Sean, you're up first. Sean, what TV show, which won a whole bunch of Emmy Awards, is actually a spinoff of Cheers? Frazier. Frazier is correct. Right. Big J, what comedy legend played Don Johnson's sidekick in Nash Bridges? Uh, Cheech Marin. Right. Correct. Back to you, Sean. Uh, what cast member of the TV sitcom Friends is actually the oldest in real life? Uh, Monica. Monica. Wrong. No, that is not correct. But thank you, however, for playing. Appreciate Looks it. Looks like it. That's not very nice to say. What's your problem? Hello, the X. Plastic surgery. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. We need to know uh, which cast member of Friends is the oldest in real life. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston is incorrect. Wrong. Thank you very much for playing. Day. It is appreciated. Oh, he asked us to have a good day. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. Uh, hello, the X. Hello, you got a winner yet? No, we do not have a winner yet. We need to know which cast member of Friends is the oldest in real life. Carl? No. Wrong. No, I, wish, I wish Carl was the oldest, but that's not true. Hello, the X. Hello? Hello? Hey, Hello. Which, which cast member of Friends is the oldest in real life? Uh, Phoebe. Phoebe is correct. Right. Uh, I would have taken Lisa the Kudrow. cast member or the real name, but yes, Lisa Kudrow is the oldest. Big J, in the TV series Renegade, starring Lorenzo Lamas, what is the name of the outlaw who hunts outlaws? Oh, wow. Whoa. Oh, man. Um, well, you asked me Renegade questions. It made me think you thought you watched the show. No, I, I, I did, but oh. I, I, it's been a long time since I've... Uh, Brent's going Bay, Richmond. Huh? Branscombe Bay. Wrong. That's all I know, aside from Lorenzo Lamas. No, no, that's incorrect. Uh, what was your name? I didn't catch it. This is Shannon. Shannon, do you happen to know the answer? Uh, the question was, who was chasing Lorenzo Lamas? Close. Uh, in the TV series yeah. Renegade, what's the name of the outlaw? What was Renegade's name is basically what it boils down to. Oh, what was Renegade's I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> you win anyway. Hang on one second. Let me give you some choices, Big J. Is it uh, Dutch Dixon, Reno Reigns, or Bobby Six Killer? Let's go with Reno Reigns. Right. Reno was the name of Renegade. It's only one way in and out. That's correct. (laughs) Even gets the song wrong. Uh, Congratulations, uh, Shannon. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Guar tickets, and we will have some fun with the concert announcement next on the X Rocks. (laughs) 
That is Pop Evil. That is Trenches here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Why are we playing that song, Big J? Uh, they're coming to town. When? Where? Why? They're coming to the Knitting Factory on February 5th uh, for a concert. That's the reason why. And uh, tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. So make sure you grab those tickets so they're early and ready to go for the new year. Should be a great way to kick off 2022 as far as we are concerned. And more concerts to be announced very, very soon around these parts. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Guys, do you need a car loan do-over? Then check out the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. You hear about it all the time on the X. That's where you can find out what you qualify for right there at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. WTF not covered at the police academy and it happened again. Not covered at the police academy. A Minnesota police officer was called to break up a big fight, which usually is not that big of a news. But this particular fight involved two bald eagles who were found, quote, stuck together in the road. The officer then had to consult with the uh, Minnesota Department of Natural Resources and, of course, the Raptor Center, Big J, which told him that the eagles were likely in some sort of dispute over territory. Now, bald eagles, of course, are very, very endangered, and you're not supposed to mess around with them or get in contact with them. And so, and plus, I'm not sure the police officer is trained for such things anyway. So, uh, apparently, he was attempting to cover the birds' heads to calm them down. That was what the advice he was given. But instead, they decided to flee the scene and fight another day. So, good news. The two bald eagles got out okay. The, uh, the bad news is I'm not sure that they squashed that beef that they had. So, there's that. Uh, and they were both fighting for freedom. Yeah, wherever there's trouble. They're fighting each other for freedom. Who won? How do you know which bald eagle to root for? I don't know. Which one's more free? I don't know. Which one represents America more? WTF or it happened again? Actually, probably represents America pretty well. Uh, <laughs> WFT. Oh, you're close. It's WTF. Oh. You know, like the saying goes. A 39-year-old naked man was rescued Friday after being trapped inside the walls of the historic Landmark Theater in Syracuse, New York for several days. Theater workers heard the man calling for help around 7.30 in the morning on Friday. But the, according to reports, the last time they saw him was wandering around the actual theater on Tuesday. So they think that maybe he was stuck inside the walls, completely naked and all lubed up for three days before somebody finally heard his cries for help and they got his rescue, which is crazy. Mike in Talladega is the executive director of the theater, and he told Syracuse.com that employees spotted the man on Tuesday, and then they lost track of him, believing that he had left. But somehow, some way, he got naked, lubed himself up, and then got stuck inside a series of walls. Like, they had to cut through several layers of drywall to get to this guy. Damn. I don't want to kink shame anybody, but what are you doing wandering around naked in a theater and then trying to get through walls? Like, what? <laughs> what? He's some sort of ghost. <laughs> I can guarantee you, he's lucky he's not after that. I mean, that guy'd be haunting the theater forever. Three days stuck in a wall, no food or water. He's lucky he made it through, you know? And why he's all lubed up, it's a whole weird... I don't know if it's like an Ocean's Eleven thing gone awry or what. Like, there's some sort of really serious, you know, theft he wanted to pull off at this theater. Or, I don't know. But... It doesn't seem okay. He had to go to the hospital. He's going to be okay, but he was obviously very dehydrated, hadn't eaten anything, so he's got some work to do and some explaining to do. Wrap it up with It Happened Again. We're good for two or three of these stories a year, Big J, but a Colorado man was arrested this week because he set his mom's house on fire. How did he do it? 
He yeah. was using a blowtorch to clear spider webs away, according to the sheriff's office. John Seconretch is 39 years old. He was arrested on first-degree arson charges. He caused about $100,000 in damages to the house. Uh, not surprising, Big J. He was also in possession of methamphetamine when he did this, so that may have factored into his decision. But apparently he saw a bunch of cobwebs in his mom's house and was like, I know what will clear these off, this blowtorch that I have. And then, boom, next thing you know, the whole thing goes up like a tinderbox, and the rest is history. It didn't help that he was trying to clear the cobwebs under the crawl space, which, of course, set a lot of the house ablaze. That is not how you're supposed to do this stuff. Uh, he did try to put the fire out for an hour by himself before he finally called the emergency crews because by then the house was pretty much burned to the ground because he did a pretty piss poor job of putting out the fire. So, well, the cobwebs are gone. Not yes, the the cobwebs are no longer there. So I guess technically mission accomplished, but uh, his mom's house also gone. He didn't start the fire. No, he did though. No. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Some bad impressions are next on the X Rocks. Be the X. Oh, and we have a delicious prize right now. A Boise meal deal from our friends at Papa Murphy's that you can pick up now. Uh, as, uh, uh, if you don't, if you can't necessarily win right now, we're talking a uh, large pepperoni pizza. Uh, some uh, cheese bread, a nice, delicious uh, dessert, some cookie dough that you can make at home, and a two-liter bottle of soda. You're choosing. All you need to do to get that for free is figure out bad impressions here this morning. Dinner's on us, bros and ladies. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out that famous person in those three clues or less, because it doesn't always take all three then you got some grub on us, and you feel pretty good about yourself. Or at least we hope so. Hello, the X. What's going on? How you doing, brother? What's your name? John. John. All right, you're up first, man. Good luck. I am Groot. Yeah. I am Groot. Ah, uh, is that Vin Diesel? Yeah. Good job, this John. Is Vin Diesel. Good job. One clue is all you needed. Hang on one second. We'll pretty get you that clue, Papa Murphy's uh, clues two and three. Family. I'm all about family. <laughs> Meme away. And I'm bald and I'm fast and furious. Uh, why is Vin Diesel in the news? Well, he's got a, a hell of a sense of humor or a hell of a way of asking somebody to do something for him. Uh, recently, he uh, posted on Instagram and uh, he's wanting The Rock's help. He wants The Rock to come back to uh, the franchise for this last run, uh, but he's got a weird way uh, of asking. How, what did he do? Here's, here's what the Instagram post says. My little brother, Dwayne. Okay, oh. that's the first one. You know, he, no, he's not going to respond to that. Mm. Uh, the time has come. The world awaits for the, the final Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There's Family. not a holiday that goes by that they uh, and you don't send well wishes, but the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. Paul Walker, by the way. Okay. Uh, I swore that we would uh, reach and manifest the best fam in the finale that is 10. What so do you do if you're Dwayne The Rock Johnson? You tell him to pound sand, right? I I, I mean, I don't know. It's just so antagonistic to, to call him his little brother. I mean, that doesn't seem like that seems like part of the problem that they've had in their beef here. Well, that's not going to get a like, you know what? Okay, oh, sure. Yeah, it's a respect thing, I think. But also, I mean, it, it, it listen, it's. 
when your feelings get hurt and you feel disrespected like Dwayne The Rock Johnson has, and also, listen, don't forget there's also egos involved here. I mean, I'm sure The Rock's got a big one, it's, and I know Vin Diesel does, and that's okay. It's the little brother part right. that is like, that's not... Well, yeah, now again, I'm not familiar with The Fast and Furious. Is he the little brother in the actual franchise or no? no? Okay, there's no relation in the actual movie? No, okay. he's not a member of the okay. family. Then Okay, then yes, then that is very disrespectful, and it seems like it started off very antagonistic and not very good. So... We'll see what ends up happening. If, but I, if I'm the Rock, I probably tell Vin Diesel to pound sand. I mean, he did try to teach him how to act on the first time they were on set together, which is already disgraceful enough. But then there's the other stuff in the back and forth and the arguing and all that kind of thing. I don't know. I think the Rock's doing just fine, and he's okay. Yeah. He doesn't need Fast 10. Like, and, and I mean, I don't know. All he'd be doing is putting more money in Vin Diesel's pocket anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not sure he'll go back to that well. But I could be wrong. Listen, uh, beefs have been started and buried before for greater things than than getting into an argument on a movie set. So who knows what could happen in the well, future. Well, and then carrying it on Instagram. But, I mean, it's not a good way to start. Morning After with Nikki Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Coheed and Cambria Shoulders is how we're wrapping up today's Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, hey, thanks for listening to us, man. We appreciate that very much. Thanks for getting up on a Monday, the uh, Daylight Savings Time. We found out that even if it's an hour behind, Big J's good knocks on his ass. When uh, the clock changes, he doesn't like it. Uh, and then we talked about how maybe, just maybe, uh, they might change it or not. I mean, listen, we've been talking about this every year since it's happened, right? Yeah. There's so many reasons why they should stop daylight savings time or stop the clock from moving, but nobody ever does. But uh, we can certainly hold out hope. There's always that. Thanks to Big J for our bearded badass today, who happened to be Jason Statham. Thank you to our friend who called in today and won $200 courtesy of the X Double Dare. You'll have two more chances today, 1235.30. That category, once again, is college nicknames so make sure you know the nicknames of colleges and schools it could be worth two hundred dollars in your pocket a couple times over today and we even announced a show big j when's that happening who is it uh it's happening february 5th at the knitting factory it's pop evil man That's right and it's presented by the x rock so keep listening when your tickets for free they go on sale on friday and that leaves you with the floor big j uh you know this is sometimes research is silly and you don't need to do it so if you'd ask me hey uh, what are some of the least drunk cities in america America, I would have named every city in Utah. Of course, that makes sense. Uh, and the top six, five of them are Utah. I don't even know if I can name five Utah cities. All right. Well, they're close together. So, so I'm going to go uh, Salt Lake is one. That's number six. Okay. Um, Provo. Yep, that's number one. Uh, Logan. Yep, number two. I think I might be out. Uh, Ogden. Okay, Ogden. And St. George. I never heard of it. So. Montgomery, Alabama slips in there at number five. So <laughs> wow. I don't know what's happening. Might be a dry county or something All right. there. But hey, if you if you want to go somewhere and absolutely not get drunk, those are the cities. Sounds like fun. What a trip. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by our friends at Papa Murphy's. They're proud to honor our active and retired military men and women with a free large cheese or pepperoni pizza on original thin or crust on November 11th. Just show your military ID, walk out with dinner, limit one per person. But this is a great, awesome thing that they are doing for active and retired veterans. So make sure you take advantage of that. Thank you to Papa Murphy's. We'll see you tomorrow. Where we'll have another chance at some money with the X-Rock Double Dare. We'll even bring streaming dumbass along with us as well. Jason Drew up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.